Coming to you from the trenches of blue-collar America, the place where the wheels of America are kept turning and turning. It's the Blue Collar Success Network, hosted by blue-collar business coach, author, and speaker, Jerry Eisenhower, with CBC Coaching. Take it away, Jerry. Hey, this is Jerry Eisenhower with CBC Coaching again, and I want to thank you for tuning us in today on the Blue Collar Success Network. And I got a message for you today. Are you supervising people? Are you managing people? Are you trying to lead people? Are you trying to get people to follow your leadership and get them to do the things that you need them to do? Well, guess what? I got big news for you. Today's human being has got to know things that you probably didn't have to know whenever you were a young man or woman growing up. You see, I'm what's called a baby boomer. I'm in my 60s, and whenever I went to work at my first job, at my second job, in all my jobs, what happened was we were told what to do, and we did it. But here's your problem. If you're going to be successful in managing workforces today, you have got to learn how to manage other generations. And with other generations, it no longer does the job to simply tell people how to do something, as crazy as that may sound. In today's world, and it goes through the television shows that have been watched, it goes through the school, it goes to that dreaded thing called the participation trophy, it goes to the No Child Left Behind Act, it goes to the entire way that we now raise our children. And you know, in my case, my children are not millennials, they are actually the generation X above there. So what we have out here right now is we have many generations that may work for you. We have baby boomers, they're basically 55 and above. We got the generation X, they're gonna be 35 to 55 years old in that range. We have what's called the millennial, some now say that's a dirty word. Don't use the M word. We also have the Generation Z. They just graduated high school in the last few months, which is going to bring another one. And now we even have what's called the Xennial generation. And the Xennial generation is a person who may be a millennial or he may be a Generation X, but the Xennial will possess the traits of the other generation. What happens is the generations change. If you're more in an urban area versus in a rural area, you will see it happen more often. I live in Concord, North Carolina. That's a suburb of Charlotte, North Carolina. And the world is much different from here to Charlotte, North Carolina. We actually have some small towns around here. And the smaller towns, the way the children are raised, the neighborhoods they live in is completely different. When I grew up, my grandmother, we sat on the front porch, you know, and we talked to our neighbors. You believe that? We actually spoke to the neighbors. People walked down the street and would stop, and you would have this thing called a conversation. And today's conversation, it doesn't happen face-to-face. It happens through fingertips on the keyboard. You ever watch two people actually out to eat and they're both texting me? You ever wonder, are they actually texting each other? I swear to God, sometimes, Stephen, that happens, okay? They're actually sitting there and texting messages across the table. 
okay? It's, it's the terms are much different. So, but I got, but I got some, I got some great words for you. Like I said, what you got to do is, and this is the way you have probably been supervising and leading people for a number of years, and I got bad news for you. It's not going to work into the future. Stephen, why is it not going to work in the future? What you think? Uh, because of the generation gap. Okay, because of the generation gap. So what have we got to tell today's generation in order to get them to perform? I I guess you kind of have to tell them that I, you, you have to be more... You have to change your words. You, you have to change your words. So what do we have to do? If we want a person from the younger generation uh -huh. that we don't understand and we want them to perform a task this day and time, what have we got to share with this person to get this to happen? And if you do this, it will happen. What is that? It's a magic formula. Folks, mark this one down as I'm going. I'm telling you it's going to take you. And Stephen, my millennial producer, said, he doesn't understand this. What you have to do today, Stephen, is you have to tell people why. why. You have to tell them why we're doing this. In today's world, people don't take things at face value anymore. They don't take things simply because that's the way it is. If you look all around us, if you look at this world today, and you look at all the clashes we have in this world, all the civil unrest, and all we do is demand that others change, we're not willing to have a conversation of why. We're really not able to do that. You can't say, you know, people want to stake their cases. Everybody wants the freedom to do the things that they want to do. Would you agree? Oh, yeah. And then other people want them not to do, and they don't react well to change. Would you agree? Yeah. People fight change. Have you ever noticed that? People will fight change with a passion. Mm -hmm. If you're going to build a new shopping center, people will fight that shopping center coming in because they're worried. They've got a risk. They've got a perceived risk. We'll talk about that in a later episode, perceived risk and risk. So, but you got to tell them why. Does that make sense? Yeah, but do you believe that change has to do with the generation, or do you think change has to, just anybody doesn't like change? No one likes change. Mm -hmm. No one likes change. Do you know that people will, will undergo, as a rule, five times the pain to keep from the change? The change may be painful, but what they will do, they will subject themselves on an average to five times as much pain as they will for change. It's like if somebody decides to change, how many days does it take them to change? If they're dedicated to change, it will take them 66 days. 66 days of continuously changing it in our minds. And see, that's what you've got to learn in supervisory positions and leadership positions. As bad as it is, you're going to have to say the things that you say. You're going to have to tell them why. You're going to have to tell them how. And Stephen, do you know what you do next? What? You tell them again. And you may have to tell them five, six, seven times because we got to break through that barrier. That barrier is what's stopping us from getting to where we're going in this world. We have the mental barriers. People have an uncanny feeling that they're going to fail. And if people feel like they're going to fail, they're going to have a fear of this failure. Do you ever have a fear of failure? We all do. Every single time you have a fear of failure. 
okay? You have this fear. But what happens is when you subject to the pain, I mean, let's face it, you're my producer for this show, right? Has it been a painful experience for you at times? Yes. Have you learned from this? Oh, yeah. And you keep coming back for more, right? Yeah. Because you're actually learning. Mm -hmm. I can tell you things to help you out, and it may seem painful at times. Well, yeah. Right? Failure is learning. Failure is learning. That's right. It is only through failure you're going to get. You know, it's like, you know, I think some of the words that I think are the greatest that were ever spoken was Winston Churchill. And Winston Churchill said, you don't, you know, the only thing we have to fear you know, you just go into that, okay? So you look at the words of the true leader. The only thing we have to fail, we have to fear, is fear itself. The fear. If you get past the fear, and Winston Churchill faced the fears, and with Winston Churchill's leadership, he took a country that was overmanned, overgunned, overpowered, but still, at the end of World War II, England was on the victorious side. Okay, and that is an example of true leadership. What did he do? He enlisted the help of Franklin Roosevelt. He had to get the help he needed. But naturally, was there a fear or failure? Yeah, better bet. You know, I like to listen to old music. Uh, one of the songs is, you ever heard Seeking of the Bismarck? You ever heard the song Seeking of the Bismarck? Stephen, you are a radio producer. <laughs> I think I have. I think I have. I think I have, okay? <laughs> See how you've got to be prepared to come do this show, Stephen. You never you've got to do more research coming in here, really. You're coming in here, you just you know, you just give me so many opportunities. So anyway, that's the secret lesson for today. If you want to accomplish your goals, if you want to go where you're going, number one, you gotta tell people how. And you've got to tell them how in words they can understand. To do that, you've got to anticipate what they're thinking. You've got to anticipate what their fears are. And as you tell them the, the how to do it, you've got to be able to relax these fears, the fears of failures. Number two, you've got to be able to tell them why. Why are we doing it this way? Why is doing this way is going to be the way that we're going to be able to move on, accomplish our goals, and really go to where we're looking at in this world? So, Stephen, at the end of this podcast, have you learned something here? Yes. Tell me the lesson you've learned, Stephen. Well, when you're leading a business, you need to change the way you lead, and you have to tell people how and why. How and why, that's correct. So does this make sense to you? Yes. You see, that's the whole thing. If you share these things with your troops, and when I say your troops, this is your team. This is the people that are on the same way to lead with you. Whenever you start doing this, what's going to happen is your people will buy in. And when your people buy into the mission, the mission will be very easy to be accomplished at that point. So this is Jerry Eisenhower, CVC Coaching, and we're getting ready to sign off here at the Blue Collar Success Network. I hope you've been to Amazon at this point. You've been able to order my new book, Standardizing Standard Operate Procedures. Hey, the other books are out there, Chaos to, Reinv Chaos to Reinvention, and the other ones, Daily Difference in Life Lessons. You know, this is where, hey, Stephen, so you know, I got together and there was 33 other writers and myself and we wrote a combined story. And what it was, it's 34 stories. And this is what we envisioned. If we could go back 20 years and we could give our younger selves advice, what would we tell ourselves? And that is what all of these stories are. You know, you know if you could go tell yourself something at a younger age, is there advice you could share? Oh, yeah. It was. Would you have listened at that point? Uh, no, you wouldn't, have. Wouldn't have. you wouldn't. Have. So these are life lessons. And so I'm going to challenge you. 
What is your life lesson? If you had the opportunity in this world to go back 20 years ago and advise yourself based on your experience, your maturity at this day, what would you tell yourself? Listen. To listen. That would be a good one for you, to listen. To listen. To listen. So I challenge all my listeners, think about that. Conceive what your story is. What is your story and the advice you would give someone if you had this opportunity or even better, what advice would you give to yourself 20 years ago today? This is Jerry Eisenhower, CBC Coaching, and we're signing out of here at the Blue Collar Success Network. Thank you once again for joining us, and hey, look forward to you being with us next time. Have a great week. Go for your dreams, guys. Life's too short not to be happy. Talk to you later. Thanks for joining us here at the Blue Collar Success Network, sponsored by CDC Coaching and hosted each week by coach, speaker, and author Jerry Eisenhower. For more information on the services provided by Jerry and CDC Coaching, look them up at cbccoaching.com. Our mission here at Blue Collar Success Network is to help blue collar pros like you turn your business dreams into your business realities. Let's talk.